This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Geist Note, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramon! Still me. Hey, so I'm feeling like maybe I should either see if Stubbs can re-record mm-hmm. or just when it's getting to the beginning, I can be like, Katie Blood, like where it says Ivy Anderson, I could just talk over it. No, that's okay. I can still say, I can just say, still me. Okay. Hey, episode 77 in the Casita Mas Fina, I'm Susie. And I'm Katie. <laughs> So I titled this episode Lucky because it's number 77. Oh. I don't know if it's really lucky, but I missed it. Lucky sevens. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I don't gamble. (laughs) I don't know. I I typically don't gamble either, but you want to hear a really super cute story? Yeah. So growing up living on the central coast of California, every once in a while we would drive to Las Vegas Mm -hmm. or to Tahoe. Mm Mm-hmm. We probably drove to Tahoe more than we did to Vegas. Yeah. And Grandma, Mimi, would get a roll of dimes, mm-hmm. and that was her allotted money <laughs> for gambling for any trip. I love her. It was so cute. Little so back roll when of they dimes. were really penny slots. Yeah. 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 And uh, so, anyways, and then uh, after Grandma passed away, somebody let me know that anytime I you find a dime, just in the wild, that's your mom thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And I've started saving all of those dimes. I've got them in little clusters of three everywhere. And like the other day I went to Aldi, did my grocery shopping, came home and there was a dime in my seat. And I was like, when did that get there? Cause it wasn't in my seat when I left. So yeah. I was like, thanks mama. Nice. Yeah. So, um, first questions first. I mean, we can address this heat that we're having here in Ugh. Texas. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I pulled up a, a little thing here. Mm -hmm. Um, where is it? Um, hold on just one second. I will, I'll, I'll get it. Don't worry about me. Um, gallery. Okay. How many do I think we'll have? So, um, Last year, mm-hmm. the National Weather Service reported 4,700 plus days in the DFW Metroplex. That compares to 78 days in 2011, which mm-hmm. we all remember, and 69 days in the 80s. So, how many 100 plus days do you think that we will have this year, since we're already into the hundreds now? Is it like, is there a specific time frame of those hundred plus days or is it just last like last year summer this was just last year summer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would say at least 74 74 so i think so when we had this 78 days in 2011 you probably remember we started having 100 degree temperatures at the end of may mm-hmm so I, and I actually thought we had way more hundred plus days. I felt like it was like 95. I thought it was like a hundred, hundred plus days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it was a hundred 
feels like a hundred plus days. Yeah, because that that I is. I guess a thing. that's also true because on Sunday it was ninety eight degrees, but felt like a hundred and ten. Yeah, so that's a thing. Yeah. So, but recorded hundred degree days, hmm. I would say we'll probably have around uh sixty two. All right. But feels is this a like, dollar bet. Yeah, it could be a dollar bet. Okay. I should write it down. What did you say? What number did you say? 74. 74. Mom, I, I don't have pen. This is a recording. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> she could see the concern on my face. She really could because I was worried. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, these these 100 plus days, I mean, mm-hmm. but like the... The feels the like. The feels like, I'd it, probably say the whole summer. Yeah. We're not getting a single day off this summer. It and is. And stupid Greg Abbott tried to say that we needed to set our ACs to 86 degrees. Yeah. And that's not, that that is not doable. That man's it's, not living his life like that. No. His chair would be so sweaty. Yeah. He's for not real. doing that. No, he's not. He's not. And, and, you know, people do need to be comfortable. I personally am comfortable at 79 degrees in my house. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm not. 70 or at night, I like it to be 68, 69 mm-hmm. degrees in the daytime. I'm okay with it being up to like 72 during the day, mm-hmm. but mostly because my lower half of my house stays really cool. Yeah. So, and then if I close the blinds, it cools down the room too. Mm-hmm. And then I've got big, huge fans in the living room and the extra area over there. Yeah. So it keeps it cooler. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that. But 86, no, you're not catching me above 80 ever. Mm-mm. Not even in the winter. Yeah. Don't try me. That's 78 or nothing. Yeah. In the winter, <laughs> I'm actually good with like 68, 69 in mm-hmm. the house. I'm, I'm pretty good with that. I like it to be around 72. But um, when we have those super cold snaps, mm-hmm. like I don't mind keeping it colder. I can keep myself warm. I've got a heating pad. But... One thing I can do and that I probably will do here in a bit is so I've got the big black fan that used to be in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. That's like just like a standing fan yeah. that oscillates. Yeah. I, I like that in my room in the summertime because I do. I, my issue with having the fan on that fan on in particular is that it is it's it's not too loud, but it's loud enough that I can't hear what's happening in my house. And that bothers me. Susan, you have an attack dog. For I a sure reason. do have an attack dog, and he's really good. Yeah, but like it just it bothers me. So that is one reason why I have a hard time sleeping with AC on. Also, I don't like to be that cold. I think you need to talk to someone about that. So, but I do have a portable AC like floor unit that yeah. if it starts to get too hot, and I have brought it into my room before, and I have used it once or twice. But like literally, I've had it for three years now, and I think I've used it twice. Every time I house it, if it's in there, I'm using it. Yeah. So, um, because I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything that's happening in my house. I really don't. Mm-hmm. If I wake up and there's an intruder in my bed with bedroom with a knife, that's my time to go. I'm sorry. It's too late for me at that point. What am I going to do? Yeah. I don't want to hear it, but also the silence really gets to me. Uh-huh. Have you ever, when you're like laying on the bed and the footsteps start to get to you in your ear? No. Mm. Maybe it's a touch of the tism. Uh, 
When you're like laying there and you can hear your heartbeat, but it sounds like footsteps. Oh, yeah. I've never compared it to footsteps before. But yes, I have heard my heartbeat. The one that always freaked me out. And I mean, you've literally never stopped is you silently walking into the room and just standing and looking at me, which I mean, it is sweet because I you let myself, you do want to let me know that you're leaving, but you're so quiet that it scares me. Okay. That's, I had to be quiet walking around <laughs> when I was younger. True. True that. So, so anyways, it's hot. On. It is hot. But, but what have you been doing lately in your backyard in this heat? <laughs> What have I been doing? You know what? I like your little fan setup out there, to be honest. Hey, so, um, oh, I was going to look for something and I totally forgot. Um, yes, I am obsessed with my backyard. Turned out really good. Thank you so much. So it, it turns out that Father's Day, I, I stumbled upon a, they said end of season sale at Lowe's on Mm -hmm. their outdoor furniture. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how it could be end of season at all, but they maybe did the have end of the spring season. Oh, maybe could be right. Um, but it was a 40% off patio furniture. So I ended up getting a table and four chairs for a really good deal. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect size table for my back patio area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I took all of the, um, the covers off of my day bed, pillows and I washed those, hung mm-hmm. them up to dry. And then I did get a slip cover for the, the bed mm-hmm. part of the day bed. Mm-hmm. And it's super cute. It's like this bohemian print. I mm-hmm. love it so much. And I got this really cute butterfly pillow. And then, um, yeah, I borrowed a big, one of those big orange construction fans from Kim mm-hmm. and then got a yellow kind of same type of like, but a more focused mm-hmm. fan. Like yeah. it, uh, anyways, um, and so the fans really helped with it being hot out yeah. there. Um, but, uh, I got to sit out there Friday night and, um, like a Friday day, like at lunchtime, I'd run to Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever and got some plants mm-hmm. and, um, some really cute ones. One of them I named Mondo cause it's, uh, after the, or Mando really. Man, the Mandalorian, like the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. yeah, but it's because it's a Mandovaria or something, mm-hmm. but it's this big, viney, showy blossom plant that I love. And my two coworkers, Kim and Stacy, I was like, "Hey, do either one of you have one of these?" And because I thought Kimmy did, and Kimmy's like, "Yeah, that's the one that I have two of those on my porch." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh, it's so cute." And, Stacy was like, I get one of those every year because I love it so much. And Kim keeps her alive, hers alive, like year after year. It is a perennial, mm-hmm. but so anyways, uh, so I, and I got a bunch of vincas and planted those and I have a couple of Russian sages cause one I almost killed, but it has come back to life. And then nice. some mosquito plant, which is a geranium that smells like citronella. I love well, it's that. a citronella geranium citronella i honestly want to get one of those yeah so it's it's a pretty cool setup bugs have been kept to a minimum oh because i've got tiki torches everywhere Mm -hmm. too yeah (laughs) i've got tiki torches it doesn't seem to be doing anything uh i typically light them and have them on for a few minutes Mm -hmm. before i go outside yeah um and depending on like do you have the table 
top yes, torches too. Yeah, that that one actually seemed to be doing the like the most work. Yeah. So, but do you have flies? Dude, I've had a lot of flies. Okay, it's been weird. I feel like okay because Nick asked me. He was like. You know, because the exterminator told Nick it's because we have Teddy. And I was like, Teddy has lived with me for years and I've never had this issue before. Mm-hmm. My mom also used to have Buddy and Teddy mm-hmm. and Teddy and Hunter. Yeah. And we have never had this many flies. Right. And so I'm like thinking like, what's going on? But then I've kind of noticed it kind of everywhere. Yeah. It seems to me like we're being swarmed. We, we we might be because so when I went out on Sunday morning to just kind of clean up stuff from Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, there were flies everywhere. And I was like, what in the heck is this? Because that was the first time I'd noticed a bunch of flies. But I also have noticed that I've, you know, been letting a fly in. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wait a second. Like that, that was a rare occasion. And now mm-hmm. it seems like it's happening. Yeah. More. Every day. So, yeah. So it's irritating. I keep thinking I need to get a fly swatter, and I never remember to get a well, fly we swatter. Have a fly swatter, but then it's like I kill one of them, and then like four more of them are there, and I'm like, "Where are you coming from?" Yeah, yeah. Who even knows? So, anyways, I am obsessed with the daybed, of course, as always. But like, I've got this table set up. I've set up the fire pit well, so because we were going to have a fire on mm-hmm. Saturday, but it was too hot. So yeah. we'll be having a fire sometime soon. Can um, I steal some of your wood? Yeah, of course you can nice. steal some of my wood. Um, but it, anyways, it the, the backyard, obsessed. Oh, and we hung curtains back there. Yeah, it looks really cute. <laughs> Thank I you really so like much. It. Added more string lights. And I just, I am completely obsessed. What are you looking I'm at? Waiting to see if everyone else is having an abnormal amount of flies. <laughs> just so you know, this is also a UK national problem so i don't think it's just us the uk is saying it's because it was a little bit colder this year during the winter so then there was like less fly population but i don't really know how that would mean there would be more i don't know either so anyway they need to go away yeah they do yeah next (laughs) (laughs) You know who else is obsessed with watering the foundation? Oh, yeah. I forgot about Nick. watering the foundation. Yes. We'll Nick talk about it. loves to water our foundation. So what is his technique? He just moves the hose around our house and just lets it water the ground all around it. So I've never watered the foundation before. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's a thing. I know it's a yeah. thing you're supposed to do, but I've never paid too much attention to it. Yeah. Um, but I noticed... Last summer, I was like, oh, some of this, like the, my driveway cement mm-hmm. has really kind of like shifted. Mm-hmm. And then on my patio, the patio cement's shifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I've gotten some cracks yeah. in some spaces. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I think this means I need to water the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I know a lot of people put on like one of those little sucker hoses and it just, you know, waters along the the foundation mm-hmm. and stuff. And then I know that there are some people who stand out there and water the foundation. And I was like, I guess that's what I'm going to have to do. Cause I don't have one of those little, I know sucker hose isn't the right word, but I can't think of what it is. It's like a little drip hose. I read online that if you get one of those sprinklers, uh-huh. you can just move that around. Like you're supposed to put it like 10, no, 
like five feet away from your house uh-huh and then just let it pew and then like let it just water the grass are you supposed apparently to- you're not supposed to water it like right up on your house <laughs> i'm like i i don't know what to do yeah i'm I'm lost as to how to make this happen but Bing, a lot of things calling all of our guy friends <laughs> yeah any or, or anybody who has lived in texas for any amount of time and is experienced with watering your foundation <laughs> i know that like lots of times people will like i've got a little planter area mm-hmm. in front of my house yeah that i think is there for that purpose mm-hmm. because if you water the plants it'll water the foundation but yeah. i don't have any plants in it so maybe i need to fix that yeah you could do that get those some of those plants that you put back there Put them, put some more out there, mm-hmm. or go buy out some front. more plants. That's what I meant. Yeah, go buy some more of the same plants. Yeah, and so I I need to figure out something because I definitely don't want any cracks to get any worse. Mm-hmm. And I, um, you know, especially with how hot it's going to be this. Yeah, summer. with how hot it's going to be this summer. So maybe I'll run to Home Depot this weekend and get some more because, like, my plan. Well, right now I'm going outside each evening to water mm-hmm. my plants out back. Yeah. And they're doing well, Good. which makes me happy. Yeah. But like, d- then do I just water along the foundation? Like, yeah. What do I do? I think you have one of those. I do. Ones, right? Yeah. I think while you're watering your plants, just go around and kind of water around in your backyard too, because mm-hmm. you don't have sprinklers. You mm-hmm. should probably do that. Yeah. And then, you know, back around the backside of the house, even though that's like all mud, basically. Yeah. And just water that every evening. Yeah. Okay, that, that's what I'm going to do. And then I think if you were to get... Because don't you have a, like a hookup for the hose out front? I do, I do. It's and covered up right just, now. you um, just get one of those things and just put it out in the front lawn, kind of like close-ish over here. You could have it spray the plant area and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That way it could do that for you. Hmm. you I've never watered my lawn. You probably should. Never in the eight years that I've lived here have I watered the lawn. That's because you just let it die during the summer. I sure do. Yeah. Yeah. God, I figure it's a waste of water. I really want to get all like native grasses and mm-hmm. stuff and like pull out everything that's in my lawn right now and mm-hmm. do it up native style. Or I've been watching this show on, I think it's on Max. could be on Apple TV. It's called Remotel. Mm-hmm. Like instead of Remodel, mm-hmm. Remotel. I might have talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. But I'm obsessed with the hardscapes that they did. So many of these people, they took out the motor part of the motel, like the parking area, Mm -hmm. and they've made them hardscape landscapes, which are just gorgeous. And I'm like, I want to do that to my house. I want to do that in the backyard. I want to do it in the front yard. Oh, I think I did talk about it because I'm torn between doing that and being like absolutely maximalist all in my backyard. Yeah. Because... I am a closet maximalist. I really want to be a minimalist. It's not closet. <laughs> I really want to be a minimalist. I really, really do. But I love a plethora of yep. things. Yeah. You know, like my gallery I wall. Never, and my, I would never be able to yeah, know. And like my little, like this thing has, oh yeah, my window. <laughs> yeah, I just keep adding. And so... Like, I really do. I In my heart of hearts, I want to be a minimalist, but mm-hmm. that's just not who I am as a person. Yeah. So I should really just go with the riot that I'm feeling in my soul and just put 
plants everywhere outside. You probably should. <laughs> you probably should. And it would help with the foundation watering, right? Yep. So speaking of watering plants, mm-hmm. Coco is doing very well. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I would just like all of our viewers to know that despite what I said last time, I have been taking very good care of Coco. She's gotten at least a foot taller. Nice. She's very tall now. Is she, and is she getting new leaves? Mm-hmm. Oh, all the time. Every day. Isn't that cool? Every I've, day she gets yeah. new leaves. And she, unlike Eduardo, she doesn't, because he kind of grows like out. Mm-hmm. She's growing all of her new leaves from the bottom up. So she's just got like a cluster cool. of stems. And uh-huh. she's just growing up. And I love her. I take very good care of her. I talk to her nice. every day. Uh-huh. I help her when her leaves get stuck because sometimes Aww. she starts growing up through the stems and her leaves are getting stuck. So yeah. Just unstick them from each other. But I take I take very good care of her. For some reason, like, well, I know I need to repot Eduardo, but I'm terrified. Yeah. Because I don't want to mess him up um, because I love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love him so much. And so I don't want to mess him up. And I feel like he needs special soil, but I don't know if that's true. And you know how the roots are on, on that plant, on the Monstera. Mm -hmm. And I, and I feel like I can't just repot him. I think, feel like I need to repot him carefully because of the way that the roots are. Mm -hmm. So I, should probably watch some YouTube videos about how to repot a monstera because I've been stressing out about it. So if any of our friends who are listening know much about houseplants and monsteras in particular and know how to repot a monstera, please let let me know. know. Yeah. (laughs) Because Katie's going to need to repot Coco at some point. I mean, I've had Eduardo for at least a year, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it's a good plant. Yeah. (laughs) And I've got her like right in between the window in the back door mm-hmm. so i have the blinds on the window just like barely cracked because she's not like directly under it she's like in the corner so mm-hmm. like, there's a little bit of wall and then the door sometimes i crack the window open like the curtain open a little bit because uh-huh. the sunlight is coming in through the window so it's not directly on her filtered so, yep perfect i give her a little bit of this way and that way sunlight Nice. I like it. Good job. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad that uh you're enjoying Coco. That's yeah. awesome. It's my first plant I've um, been able to keep alive <laughs> for more than a few days. Success so story. I will try with Venom 2 one day. Yeah. But not today. And I do need to uh repot Ruthie and I will give you some of her pups too. Okay. Because yeah. I think you'll like you'll the and those are easy. Okay. Also. So but yeah. Tell me about this um, uh, bagels. Oh, okay. I cannot stop thinking about these bagels. We um, were in Dallas mm-hmm. last Sunday. No, last Saturday. Yes. For a little sister gathering. Um, and it was early morning. It was like 10 o'clock when we did the thing with Noodle. And then we were done around like 1130-ish. And so we were like, well, what do we go eat? Because it's, like, it's still breakfast time, but also it's not quite lunchtime yet. Mm-hmm. So like, what should we go eat? And it's like, we're in Dallas, so where's a good place to go eat in Dallas? Not very many. Where we were. We were at 75 and Walnut Hill. 
So kind of like oh, where yeah. my old apartment was. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's not really that much going on over there unless you want to go to like to the mall or drive like a little bit further. So we were like looking up different places. We're thinking about stuff. And then all of a sudden Ivy goes, well, there's a bagel place over here. And we're like, you know what? Say less. Let's go get bagels. So we go there. It's this super, super small, like I'm talking about a Tetris piece size room. Mm-hmm. Or shaped room. In like a strip mall? Uh, yeah. Okay. And so you go in. What's it called? Shug's. Okay. Shug's Bagels in Dallas. Couldn't tell you where though. Could not tell you where. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can look it up. Yep. Um, S-H-U-G apostrophe S. Nice. Bagels. Can you spell apostrophe? Apostrophe. Um... And so you go in, you walk up, there's like a deli counter, basically. Okay. You order your sandwich. So there's like pre-made bagels, the like, like sandwiches, like you get like one that's just like the classic, which is like bacon, eggs, cheese, all that stuff. Yum. You get like non-breakfast style sandwiches, which is like a turkey sandwich, you know, like different things like that. Mm -hmm. It all comes on the bagel. Um but then there's also like create your own sandwiches. So I did a create your own egg sandwich with a plain bagel, fried egg, hash brown, and bacon. Yeah. Because, you know, I can't have cheese. So uh-huh. I was like, this is going to be deluxe. And it absolutely was. I thought about putting cream cheese on it. I really did. But then I was like, no. So they make the bagels right there in the store. Mm-hmm. They make your sandwich right there in the store. Uh-huh. And they just... You can sit down and you can eat it or you can take it to go. We got noodle, uh, like plain bagel with cream cheese and they just made it right. They were like, oh, you guys have like a regular bagel too, right? And I was like, yeah, it's just a plain bagel with cream cheese. She's like, okay, just whips it up right there, grabs a fresh bagel, cuts it right in half, schmutz, schmutz, Uh and then spreads it all around and then puts it back together and gives it to you. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really cool. I have to try it. But you said they're super tasty and you're oh, yeah. obsessed. I can't stop thinking about it. I want to go get another one probably this weekend. I wonder if there's any really good bagel places in oh Fort Worth. Oh gosh. I'm going to be in Plano. How are you this weekend? Yes. Okay. I'm going to watch Sadie and Knight for the weekend. Ooh. That means you could just drive down to Shug's so Bagels. Close. Yeah. I could drive down my way. No, because I'll be there on Saturdays. could just... Yay. Okay. I probably shouldn't eat this many bagels, but then Dr. K told me that I should get him to see, or I should see if they sell a bag of frozen bagels. Oh, yeah. For him. For him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because his sister, when she comes down to visit, brings him a bag of frozen bagels from New York. Nice. And he's... From his favorite deli. Yeah, he's like, these are the best things ever. You should do that. And I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> All right, you can ask. Yeah. So I bet I bet they will. Yeah. I'm just be like, hey, can I also get like a, is there some way I can get a roll of bagels? But I mean, this place was popping. Nice. Popping. Busy. We were, yeah, we were, you know, we're eating. I'm waiting for Tears' food. And I look over. The line is out the door. Nice. On the curb. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there are people standing outside waiting to come in and eat. Wow. I was like, this this is crazy. And then the second somebody got off on my table, you're snagging it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been in that situation before, for sure. It was like actual New York, I think. <laughs> in Dallas. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, there's there are some popular places like that where as soon as somebody gets up and it's like open seating, you just mm-hmm. zzz, yep. get, get in there. We were getting up and these people were like, oh, that's, go grab that table. I was like, oh, I'll stand right here if you want me to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that that's awesome. Hey, and uh, you're still um, going to the gym? Yep. Daily? Work hard, play hard. Um, so the original deal was five days on one day off Mm -hmm. and then it was four days on um three days off Mm -hmm. and now it's like three days on four days off but i went to the gym yesterday in the morning and the evening oh wow so that was nice huh that's pretty good and i feel like i felt better all day yesterday Uh uh-huh because yesterday morning i just went and i did cardio i was just on the uh the treadmill for just like 30 for minutes mm-hmm. and then I did the elliptical for 15 and then I went home mm-hmm. because I only, I mean, in the mornings, like unless I get up at four, I don't have very much time to be at the gym. Mm-hmm. So I just did that and then I went to work and I drank like half of my coffee and mm-hmm. didn't have a Red Bull and I felt fine. Cool. <laughs> so That's I was awesome. like, okay, maybe I need to go to the gym in the mornings, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking, oh, I'll get up and go for a walk in the morning. Like, well, it's cool. And, um, I don't because I've been having some serious insomnia Mm -hmm. real bad. And so I finally get to sleep at like, I don't know, two or three or four o'clock in the morning. And then I end up sleeping until it's just about time for work and like work. (laughs) It's, I'll just say it. It has sucked Mm -hmm. over since I got back from big bend, it's Mm -hmm. been really hard. Yeah. And this week, one of my teammates is out. Um, she's, she's been out since Monday uh, unexpectedly. And so there's two of us that are trying to hold down the fort. And like, I don't think, I don't think that my clients and I don't think that the people in operations and stuff in the call center, I don't think that they realize how long what seems like a simple request from them Mm -hmm. is for me to accomplish. Yeah. Like I had like, I got an email this morning that said, Hey, what happened? Why did we tell this person that this, this thing was like $140? And I was like, I don't know. That's weird. Why would we have said that? And so like, but you know, it's just research as to like why we said that it's not high priority. I've got a bunch of other things that are Mm -hmm. like high priority. And within like four hours, she's like, I get another email. And I was actually at that moment, I was waiting for some answers on some other things. So Mm -hmm. I was starting to, to do the research on this. And I get an email, like all in caps that says, please answer your email so that I can respond to the client. And I was like, or to the caller. And I was all, I responded to her and I was like, please understand that I will always work your requests. If you don't hear from me by the end of a business day, feel free to reach out to me again. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, in the meantime, I am working on this actually right now. And, uh, and I was, and I said, you know, please also keep in mind that we've had a reorganization of my team and I have a teammate out. And so responses are going to be delayed. Yeah. You know, and four hours is, is really unreasonable. Mm -hmm. But so like I didn't see in the class as I was looking in the class, why 
the advocate would have said that this discount was $140. Mm-hmm. So then I ha- I found the call and I'm listening to the call and I hear her say, like the, the caller says, I should be able to take these three classes for $75. And she was like, well, the, the lowest discount that I have is 140 And I was like, so I had to rewind to the beginning of the call and say, and like, did they say the name of the hospital that I thought they said? And they did. So, um, like, uh, so then I was like, then I had to go into like the floor application that the advocate uses. And I was like, I, I don't know how to totally search for this. So I put in 140, like I put in those numbers and it popped up as a discount for this class. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so then I had to go back and pull the class detail report from when I added the class, which was an old class from like three years ago Mm -hmm. that they just started doing again. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, it says it right here. It says the incorrect discounts on this class detail report. I didn't notice it. My client didn't notice it. Mm -hmm. It was an advocate saying it, you know, and like that was a month and a half ago that I added these classes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is the first time it's been brought up. So But then at that point, then I have to go into every class and make sure that the discounts are correct in every class where like I spot checked and I thought they were correct and they were, this was the only one that was incorrect. So, um, I got it all updated and then I, you know, sent it to the client and I was like, Hey, you know, like you, I didn't notice it. You didn't notice it. You know, hopefully I'm, this is the first time it's been asked about. So, mm-hmm. you know, thank God. Um, and I was like, I've got it corrected. Here's how I've got the discounts worded, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then mm-hmm. she responds to me and she's like, you've got this discount worded wrong. And I was like, no, I don't. And, um, she was like, oh yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. But like that whole process, that one simple request of, Hey, th- this discount might be wrong. That took you know, it actually ended up taking me quite a while because in between there, you know, an account manager is calling me. Uh, I've got a meeting on my calendar. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm having a hard time researching something else. And mm-hmm. so like that whole process takes quite a while. So for you to like four hours later, when I haven't even looked at your email, to be honest with you at the four hour mark. Yeah. And like, but I do, I have to go into my email every, cause I work from my email mm-hmm. and I have to look at everything and see, okay, is this something that I need to do right now? Or can I say, Hey, I've got your email and I'll research it and I'll like do this later. And I have to do that like three or four times a day, like just keep, and it's, it's been hard. Yeah, I, I've been working so much overtime and I, you know me, I, I hate selling my time like that. I am thankful that I do get paid extra for it, but like. Like, so tomorrow, like I'm going to have to start working an hour early just to hopefully get everything done for tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) So (sighs) it's been hard. I don't like it. (laughs) Work, man. Yeah. Right. So, oh, hey, I was going to tell you about Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, I called my daddy and I sang him his favorite song. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad when daddy comes home. Mm Mm-hmm. And I luckily remembered all of the, the, so he answers the phone. I start singing and then he says, and he does this every year. Who is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 
And I'm like, it's me, your favorite daughter. And he's like, Samantha has passed away, <laughs> which was his That's dog. True. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I could. Mm. So anyways, but um, I also, for whatever reason, I don't know why, several days before Father's Day, I started getting a feeling like I should message your dad mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, Michael. I'm super thankful for who you are as a father to our children. And I'm very thankful for the relationships that you have with each of them as adults. And I hope you had a really nice day. And like, I called auntie and I was like, should I do this thing? Like, this feels so weird, but I just keep feeling like I should. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't see any problem with it. So I did. I messaged him and he was very nice. And he wrote back and he said, I've had a wonderful day with them. Thank you so much for your message blah 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 and like that was it Mm -hmm. but I felt good for doing that and and that was that and I'm I I am super thankful that in the last several years I've gotten to a place where I I truly care about his happiness and and I'm so thankful for the relationships that he's got in his life now that help him be a happy person Mm -hmm. and so that's that that was that nice (laughs) yeah we went over there and just hung out in the pool nice it was a good day it was a good day we made fun of everybody as we always do Uh uh-huh but it was really funny because uh, we were trying to get rosemary in the pool with us Uh uh-huh and she was not having it but then she decided that she really did like it but then dad was like let me show you guys an impersonation of ivy <laughs> we first took her to the pool. Ivy told me about this. <laughs> she was it was so funny. For those of you who don't already know, my dad um just went under the water to like the bottom of the pool <laughs> and just stayed under there for like five seconds and he was like that was Ivy. That's what she did. She just blew straight down to the yeah. bottom. <laughs> we had a mommy and me swimming class mm-hmm. that we took at our local YMCA. Shout out. Um shout out Tisa. <laughs> And yeah, the first time I let her go, she just, <laughs> I mean, it was like, like the baby Nirvana on the Nirvana cover. And mm-hmm. he, he was like, yeah, exactly. And it, it was exactly like that. She just, she just like looked up at me from under the water and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yep. Good so, times that. But she learned, she learned how to swim. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Want to talk about Camp Mickey? Uh, yeah, we took Rosemary to Camp Mickey. Um, it was it was fun. It, she's maybe, so. What was camp? Is Camp Mickey something that is a permanent so thing? In Dallas, there is a place called Camp, and it's for kids. And I guess they change it out every once in a while, like for different events, different things. Like so, right now it's Camp Mickey. The one in, I don't know, New York or something like that is Camp Frozen. So, like, they have different ones that they change it into, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's always all Disney, Disney stuff. Disney theme, okay. So, um, basically, we took her to this thing. It's like a, a children's escape room, if you want to call it that. Oh, but like, yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Guided children's escape room, mm-hmm. like a. There is an adult, in a, a camper that's with you, uh-huh. and ours was um, camp 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 counselor Nick. 
So, and then we were like, Uncle, Unky Nicho, that's not you. <laughs> uh, so she, so, and then that person led like a group of like 10 to 15 people throughout this, like, basically you, we were shrunk and so that everything was larger and you're trying to figure your way out of that. You've got to collect all these like pieces to get out. But for kids, like they have to do the tasks in order to get the chip to then at the end get out okay so yeah basically like an escape room for kids fun she's not really big enough for that yet but it was funny because um we were in one of the rooms at the end and she was standing like on her own and there was another kid who was standing on her own and was they were standing next to each other and you could very clearly tell that this child was older than her Mm -hmm. same height Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's just so she's tall. tall. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I forget she's not really that big. And then sometimes it makes me sad because she is really that big. <laughs> oh, she's just so dang cute. Mm-hmm. When I went to visit the other day, I think it was before y'all were heading up to... Oh, it was before y'all were heading up to Plano for mm-hmm. Father's Day. That, mm-hmm. that Saturday morning mm-hmm. I went over there. And I was like, okay, you know, they were, Ivy, everybody, they were all getting ready to go. And I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, I'm going to leave. And she hugged me so tight and didn't let me go. And Mm -hmm. I was like, this is the best day of my life. Yeah. (laughs) The absolute best day of my life. She was cracking me up because when I got there, Mm -hmm. um, to when we were all going to go, she was already outside with Brian Uh because he was having her go with him while he was taking these packages to um, their neighbors. They got delivered to the wrong house. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what are you doing, baby? And she got so excited. She ran over (laughs) to me with her cup and her wipes. And she had them to me and I was like oh hello baby thank you for these I took her that Saturday morning I took her her first duchies nice yeah I was all I was getting everybody's orders and I was like oh you know what I should get something for my granddaughter I was like she's she's like a year and a half old you know like do you have like frozen hot chocolate Mm -hmm. and the lady was like well I've got like I can do it's almost like a chocolate milkshake and I was like oh okay yeah like that's perfect I just no caffeine and no like extra sugar Mm -hmm. yeah and so um it was really funny because at first she had no interest at all in her little duchies. Mm-hmm. And then when she finally like took a sip, she was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. And she kept coming back for more. And it was so cute. Well, that explains why she kept trying to drink our duchies on <laughs> the next Saturday. Oh, how funny. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I know these cups. She's like, I know what that is. Yep. I can have a duchie. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, if you get her the little, it's just a little kid's basically a chocolate milkshake and with some whipped cream on it and nice yeah Very good a super yum yeah uh oh hey i was gonna so like you know we, we talk about what we've been up to a lot of times i'm like flitting here flitting there doing this doing that and i have actually stayed home for the last several weeks and weekends yeah and have not gone far my last big adventure was possum kingdom and so I've basically stuck around the house. I haven't been going out to any bars or shows or anything. And I think part of it is how dang cute I've got my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been like binge watching some stuff on TV. And yeah. so like watched all of Ted Lasso, was watching some of that Remotel, have been watching. Well, 
I, I scared myself the other day. I think I told you guys this. I know better. I know better than to watch anything scary. And even, I know you guys are going to laugh, but we talked about this before on the show. Even like a show like The First 48 is a little bit too scary for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And not that it's scary. It's terrifying because it's like real life. Mm-hmm. These people are really dead. Yeah. Something really bad has happened to them. Yeah. And you and I both know I've got an irrational fear that I'm going to walk to the back door to make sure that it's locked at night and that there's going to be somebody just standing in my backyard looking at me. Yeah, no, I have that fear as well. Don't worry. Yeah, I hate it. And so, like, I was watching this show called The Last Day and it was like a dateline like a, a special series mm-hmm. show and it talks about how sometimes in order to figure out like how wh- why a murder happened you have to look at like the last day of that person's life mm-hmm. and everything that they did in that last day so um very very interesting but also very terrifying like one that i watched was this girl in idaho And she was house-sitting for her aunt and uncle while they went out of town. She was Mm -hmm. house-sitting and Mm dog-sitting. And her boyfriend had come over and they were watching a show and stuff. And, like, there was a point where, like, the lights had gone out. Mm -hmm. And then they came back on and they were like, friends were playing a joke on her. You told us this story. Did I tell it? on? I didn't Mm -hmm. tell it on the show, right? Yes, you did. On the show? Yeah. No. I've only watched it in the last couple weeks. Yeah, the last time we did this. Really? Yeah. I, I talked about the... It the, scared you because her friends were in the basement and uh-huh. they were trying to play a joke uh-huh. on her and then somehow they killed her or did somebody I died. Did really talk about this on the Susan, last show? Yes. Oh my gosh. Sorry, everybody. You scared yourself. It's okay. I, I, did, I really did. I couldn't sleep. And that could be part of the insomnia. I'm scaring myself The whole night. point that you're trying to make here, though, is that you've been hanging out at home lately. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, and everyone. So... <laughs> Back to the point. I, I've been staying home. Yeah. So I feel like I've been a little bit boring. But I haven't been you've boring because I've been enjoying myself. You were saying that you've been like obsessed with TV shows and things like that. Yeah. Though then you made a mistake. Auntie asked me if I've watched uh, Below Deck, mm-hmm. Mediterranean, the mm-hmm. newest season. Mm-hmm. It's not on Bravo. It's not on Peacock yet. Yes, it is. Where? Do you have Peacock with commercials? No, I've got Peacock without commercials. You have Peacock Premium? I believe so. I mean, it's on every there. other show. It's on there. Is it? I get the notifications about every new episode. Not, I'm not watching it just for everyone's record. I don't watch that show. Hey. But. Well, let's take a look at it afterwards because for some reason I'm not seeing it and I'm upset because I do like Below Deck Mediterranean. Just, I'll just pull it up right now. Okay. Go so. On. Anyways, so um, and one of the things that I've done this last weekend was had a surprise party for Diana Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a surprise to everybody. No, like, so mm-hmm. we, Jeff was like, hey, can you do this birthday party for Diana? You know, it's a big birthday for her. And like, here's the people who I want you to invite. And I will season seven is not the latest season it's the season that's are you sure because i mean unless watch all these episodes i have watched every one of those episodes so maybe auntie's wrong i'm just gonna i'm gonna google it for you okay thanks so um 
that is also another one of the reasons why I really wanted to fix up my backyard was because I was having this birthday party. I was hosting a birthday party. And so we invite everybody and Jeff's like me and Diana will be there around seven o'clock. And so we've invited folks and it's like, you know, you can come and go, but anybody who's here before seven o'clock can be part of the surprise. Well, uh, Jeff told us like earlier in the day, he was like, we might be late because Diana's family party is like, has moved back a little bit. And so Mm -hmm. he was like, he was kind of like telling her like, no, we have to be at Susie's at seven. And so in my head, they were going to be a little bit late. So I'm just kind of getting things ready, doinking around and (laughs) that like people were arriving and I was like, awesome. But the people that were arriving were, uh, Jeff and Diana. And there was, it was just me and Katie and a few other party goers. And we were all supposed to be in the living room. (laughs) So I go, I come running in here to like, let somebody in and be like, Hey, they're going to probably be here really soon. And it was them. And so I was all surprise. And then you come down the hall by me and you're like, surprise. And Diana's like, what? And so that like Jeff's all, I'm like shoving her in the door because she doesn't want to go in first. Yeah. And he's all, and then nobody was there. (laughs) And then, and then Diana and Jeff go walking down the hall and other party goers were like coming in from outside and they were like, surprise. <laughs> Not the best surprise party. Not the best surprise of a surprise party. But it it, it all ended up really well. Yeah. You know, several people like came and went throughout the night. Jeff's sister and her husband, Matt and Mandy, mm-hmm. um, Marlon and his neighbor Jay. And so people, you and Ivy, mm-hmm. people just kind of circled throughout the night. And Jeff and Diana and probably the last guest left around midnight. So it was just, it was, it ended up being Is exactly what she, that you're not saying who the last guest was. No. All right. Who was it? Uh, Marlon and Jay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyways, uh, like. Jeff, Jeff ended up saying, he's like, this is exactly what I was hoping for. I was hoping that it was just going to kind of be everybody sitting around talking, chatting. And, and I thought that it was going to be way too hot mm-hmm. for anybody to be outside. The fans mm-hmm. were, yeah. um, but I did have things set up in here so that if people wanted to come and sit inside where it was cooler, they could, but I think did. season seven just got, got put on. I don't know because I, it keeps telling me that there are new episodes, mm-hmm. but, um, Google says that there are only seven seasons Okay, to below deck Mediterranean. So maybe it's not that below deck season, maybe, but maybe it is. And maybe auntie's just watching no. it just now. The new season, the new episode or season that has new episodes is below deck sailing yacht. Oh, sailing yacht. And I don't watch that one. Yeah. New episodes every Tuesday. I was like, no, I keep getting notifications okay. about below deck. Okay. It's that one. Okay. Yeah. It's gotta be sailing yacht. Maybe, maybe I'll watch sailing yacht, but it, I have no interest. Yeah. N- none. Some of them just aren't that good. Well, and I, I'm going <laughs> to say right now a sailboat. I can't imagine being as great as a super yacht, mm-hmm. especially because like when you're sailing a boat, mm-hmm. the wind, sometimes, you know, like your boat is flat or whatever. It's an even keel. Mm-hmm. And then the wind catches the sails and it does this. Yeah. 
Or if you need to make a turn and it does this, it goes up on its side and yeah. everything flies everywhere, including mm-hmm. people. What if I fall off the boat? I know I've got no interest. In there's a TikTok mm-hmm. person who he works on a fishing boat, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and the whole TikTok is just him trying to do stuff while the boat is just rocking mm-hmm. back and forth. Mm-mm. It gives me the giggles every <laughs> single one that he's done because he's just fallen all over the place. There was one time he had just sat down for dinner. Bowl goes flying off of the table. He's like, just puts his hands up like, and then he starts to slide off. Like, it's just, it's so funny watching him like just fall all over the place or mm-hmm. he'll be walking just fine. And then the boat will like hit something hard and then he falls over. And so, yeah, you're right. You would just go flying. Yeah. Everywhere. So, and I just, I don't, the ocean, I, I have a healthy respect for the ocean, like for sure. Um, it scares me. Yeah. And I definitely don't like the idea of drowning. So you wouldn't have been on the submarine? <laughs> oh, never, ever would I have ever <laughs> been on that submarine. No, no. I barely like the submarine ride at Disneyland. That's fair. You know what? I, Two, when we went on that thing, I was like, I'm going to have a panic attack. And Ivy was like, it's okay. And I was like, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Right? What if a seal breaks and water just starts flooding in there? Yeah. I would, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I, I, I really couldn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. And like, seriously, if I was Rose and Jack, I would be kicking Jack off just to make sure I was able to be as spread out on that plank as I possibly could be and not falling off. That's fair. <laughs> I don't want to die in the ocean. I also don't want to die in outer space. Well, don't go to outer space. Then. Yeah. No. Uh, Can you even imagine if you were like a spacewalker and all of a sudden. Do you know how fast? F- hold on. Do you know how fast you would die? No, how fast? I mean, mom, within seconds. You in space, you die within seconds. Would I? If what? Yeah. What if? What if I was on in a little, you know, you, self-contained it, underwater breathing apparatus in my scuba, in my spacesuit? But the second that anything cracked, you're dying. There's no oxygen in space. It's not like oh, I'm gonna hold my breath. So I you're dying. Just, I wouldn't just go flying, floating off into the to the weather and seeing myself leave no. the the spaceship no you would be dead floating off into the nether instantly yes i still don't want to the do same it. way that those people were instantly dead the second that anything went wrong with that submarine instantly yeah. that's yeah. not i understand what you're saying those two deaths though not slow ones yeah um I Where mean, Ivy was obsessed with that thing for days. Oh, she she was, would not stop talking about it. She was telling me about her conversation with Allison about it and how they ben, were spiraling. They were feeding each other and spiraling, <laughs> spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And I was like, my God, what is wrong with the two of you? It, but it has come up with some super good questions. Yeah, for sure. And did she tell you about those? No, tell me. Um, Hold on. Let me scroll back to them. Yeah, no, that was that was pretty crazy because, uh, yeah, submarines scare me. Um, cave exploration underwater scares me. I don't like it. I, I probably don't really like 
cave exploration, like I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be a good spelunker where I was like doing it on my own. I like a good guided tour through a cave Mm -hmm. that I feel pretty good about. But like if, if it was me and I get to a certain point, first off, I'm going to be terrified of anything that is outside of the range of my light. What if there's a giant spider? What if there is a person? What if there is a cyclops? Here's the thing. This is something I live by, okay? <laughs> Roller coasters, dark corners, the ocean. Uh-huh. If I die, I die, and that's it. There's absolutely nothing I can do about it. People are like, what would you do in the zombie apocalypse? Die. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm going down. You're not stopping me. <laughs> you're thinking about these situations as if you could get out of them. If there is a giant spider yeah. in front of you, you're not going anywhere. If there's somebody in the woods with you, you're dying, and that's it. I don't want to be that scared. I think that's what it is. I don't want to be that scared. Just accept that you're going to die and you won't be that scared. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I will. I will accept death and hopefully not be so scared. I found the questions. Okay, good. What were they? Okay. Do you think you could win in a fight against a goose? What? Hold on just a second. A goose. This this has to do with the 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 submarine. Ivy and I, Ivy and Allison were just spiraling into oblivion, and they about things somehow that they could got you know, into it. Could you get you know, into a fight with? Like, could you win in a fight against a goose? Yeah, uh, because Ivy said, you know, like hypothetically, if you were in that situation, what would happen? Then they started doing it hypothetically. If you were in the situation, what do you think mm-hmm, you would do? Mm-hmm. Somehow they got to hypothetically. Do you think you could fight a goose? I think I could fight a goose. Do you think you would win? Possibly. I mean, I'd have to be violent with the goose and I don't like that idea, but that would be the only way you could win because those things are mean. Because they have teeth. Yeah, because they've got teeth and stuff and they don't mind using them. Yeah. Like, So you would actually have to like grab it by the neck and, you know, whirl it around and <laughs> throw it. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do to snakes. You're supposed to break their necks real fast. <laughs> okay, so snakes and geese, you have to deal with the same way, right? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not, how else could you fight a goose? Tell me. Tell me your theory of fighting a goose. What no, would you do? I, that's, you're right. You would, you would have, <laughs> you have to get real violent. I don't like it. I don't know that I would fling it around, though. Well, I mean, how else are you going to stop it? Because you do. You have to break the neck, so you have to and then, like, throw it. Oh, no. All right. Viewers at home, tell us if you feel like you can fight a goose and how you would do it. The second question is... Do you think you could land? Sorry. Do you think you could land a plane if you had to, both with or without air traffic control? Um, Ivy did ask me this on Saturday, and I do feel like if I had air traffic controllers in my ear, I could land the plane. I don't think I could do it without them because I don't know enough about like, you know, Dustin plays that aviator sim thing all the time like he could probably figure it out mm-hmm. but i could not i would have to have somebody be like flick this switch flick that switch you know turn I'd off the chemtrails and all of them and just whoop <laughs> and then chemtrails and then i know i know 
you either pull the steering wheel towards you or push it away from you. I don't know what. You got to pull it up to land. Oh, you pull it up? You pull you- it up to go down and then level it out. See, so I you don't gotta, know. You got to like pull it. I would have to have somebody. Either way, you have to pull it to pull the brakes. You push it to accelerate. Okay, yeah. I know that much. Okay. <laughs> I would have to have somebody. But if I had somebody in my ear, I do believe I could stay calm enough to land a plane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I think I could. I, I think that I could, too. Yeah. Well, you're you're the picture of calm in a stressful situation. That's not true. I get very angry. I think people mistake me being angry for me being calm, but only because I have to keep that under wraps. No. Uh, right. You might be angry, but you... Keep the presence of mind to mm-hmm. get yourself through the situation. Yeah. And then you let, you know, the hellhounds out and everybody knows how angry you were. Yeah. But in the moment, in the emergency circumstance, you're good. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'll give you that. Yeah. You know what? Dr. K told me I was really smart today. So. You are really smart. I'm just going to accept these compliments but, uh, for what they are. <laughs> I almost said you're stupid smart because you you're you're just Thanks. so dang smart that it's wild. Like you and Brian, well, I think all of you, you guys do this to a certain extent, but Brian thinks like so creatively. Mm-hmm. Like he thinks he does have linear thoughts, but like your thoughts are far more linear than Brian's are. But you're able to see that line and see the end of it and understand how, how to get there. I think that's why you're so good at piano and stuff because of the way that your mind works. Like that's that's a musical thing. It's a different type of brain than like a normal person. I try. <laughs> you do good. So. Want to tell me about therapy? Oh, therapy's going so well. It's not. Um, no, it is. Don't get me wrong. It is. What kind of therapy um, are you doing? So, you know, as we know, I've got issues. Issues, yeah. <laughs> I'm mentally unstable. <laughs> um, and because of that, I have um recently been having really bad bouts of manic episodes and then depression. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, um I just you know, uh, there was a day we went to church and I mean, okay. So in the month of May for church, we talked about like mental health and every time they were like, like the first step is saying that you have the problem. And the second step is getting the help. And I just have been, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And not because I don't want to get better, but because I don't want to address the things that are wrong. Not wrong, I guess. Because there's... It just is... The On the other hand, too, is that I feel like my... I have this like, thing in my head where like my trauma is not nearly as bad as other people's trauma. Mm-hmm. And so that, to me, makes me be like... So I don't need to make things about me. I don't need to worry about it. It's gonna go away and i think i just got to the point where i'm like it's not gonna go away mm-hmm. so i've got to do something about it yep and so um you know and then i i had to take a half day at work because i couldn't 
couldn't do anything at work. I was just kept like disassociating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I was at home, I was like, I hate not being at work. It makes me feel really bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but you know, people, my coworkers, they take sick days. Their kids get sick. They have to take them to the doctors. And as I'm thinking about that, I'm like, there are doctors for this. Yep. And then I was just like, all right, that's it. I have to go see a doctor. So, um, it's been fun. I have been doing, do you guys have an EAP through your work? I do. So, so I do. And then I have, um, my insurance will cover it a hundred percent. Cool. But it's hard to find someone who specializes in what I need, mm-hmm. who takes my specific insurance plan, mm-hmm. which is the problem. I've got a really nice insurance plan, but anyone in the local DFW area, even over like telemedicine or Zoom or things like that, uh-huh. um, they they don't take my insurance plan. So the only places that I've been able to find are like children's autism places. And I'm like, I don't think though that you will specialize in what I need as an adult. Right. Have you called your insurance carrier to see who they recommend? No, because I just signed. Um, I just signed back up for BetterHelp. Oh, okay. And so I have been doing. Um, shameless plug, BetterHelp. Um, I've been doing some group therapy sessions. Um, a lot of them are centered around like childhood trauma and how to live with and then grow from your trauma mm-hmm. and like those kinds of things. A lot of it has been like looking at it because one of the things that my therapist said is that the reason that your triggers make you have such vivid recollections Mm -hmm. is because um, when that traumatic thing happened, your brain kind of shut down and went, we're going to save that tool for later. And then when you're triggered by it, it's your brain trying to be like, hey, remember that? Let's focus on it now, even Mm -hmm. if it's like not the ideal time to do it. Yeah. Um, So it kind of like made me have to like look at a lot of things and, you know, some things that at the time I was like, you know, that was fine. That was just life. And now looking back at it, I'm like, well, yeah, that was a bit traumatic actually. Mm -hmm. And does have like a really long term effect on me regardless of whether or not I thought it did. Yeah. So that's been hard to realize and work through, but I am working through it. So good. Feel better. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy. And, and like, I am such a, big believer in therapy and um i've been talking a lot with auntie about generational trauma Mm -hmm. and the things that we do that we do not realize cause harm in the moment that that we as a parent are doing whatever we're doing yeah and um so and that's like that's a thing that you know we as parents have to work through and like you could i could be like ah, i don't need therapy like i'm i'm good like my life is good i'm doing good but like as i look back on how i have handled things and responded to things and the things that i've done and an understanding that i want to you know handle things better like moving forward mm-hmm. having to address all of those issues and stuff has been um 
you know, it, it, it's been hard. And I, I did some sessions with my EAP therapist mm-hmm. um, before we we were bought and stuff. And I haven't mm-hmm. gone back. And I probably should go back because there's some things that are going on, you know, mm-hmm. that I still like I'm my feelings are so hurt. And the, the other day I was talking to probably auntie or somebody and I was like the thing that that bothers me in this situation right now is that I understand that people are upset, Mm -hmm. but the fact that they're ignoring me and that they can, because I'm so far away. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and that was when I started crying. I was like, they're not even allowing me the courtesy of, of responding to me in this time that yes, you know, I may have said the wrong thing Mm -hmm. and, and there was a domino effect, mm-hmm. but you know, at least acknowledge the fact that I have addressed you. Mm-hmm. So, and like my nephew called me and was like, Hey, you know, like, tell me about this conversation. And I was mm-hmm. like, thank you so much for <laughs> calling me and asking me what the yeah. conversation was, you know? So anyways, it was something with my little brother, but that that's that. But I'm glad that therapy while it's hard and it is making you address things that you might not want to address in that moment, Mm -hmm. as you work your way through it, like that's the thing that a a really good therapist has Mm -hmm. is tools to help you work it out. And they share those tools with you so that the next time that something happens, you, 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 Oh, Hey, that's, something that's happening. This is my body's response or my mind's response to this thing that is happening. And here's why. And I know how to handle it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause it was, um, I guess. So at the beginning of it, it was like, uh, what's the difference between post-traumatic stress and post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And the difference is how long your symptoms last for. Mm-hmm. And so he's like going through that and I was like, Oh no. I have PTSD. (laughs) Yeah. So, which like, I've always known that there's like just a lot of, like a lot of everything that's going on is like trauma based, but I've never thought about it in the fact that it is just like this kind of like repetitive cycle that I don't get out of because it's just easier not to. Yeah. So yeah, that, you know, so that was like the whole thing was that if you get stuck in that pattern and then you're just in it for like, it's three months or more then that's when it becomes a disorder because you can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're doing some therapy and happy to hear that it's going well. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to you more about it because yeah. I want to know. Keep you updated. Yeah. How things got are going. another appointment tomorrow. So very good. Keep you up updated on it. Everyone yeah. listeners. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, Parker has yeah. a new boyfriend. A new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. What happened to the old boyfriend? They uh, really did break up. They really did break up, and that's why Parker wasn't here for like three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I've seen the new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Every you know, glimpses of him here and there. I haven't heard any fights, which was my favorite part about mm-hmm. Parker's ex-boyfriend was mm-hmm. the fights because I mean, it was drama. Yeah, it was so great. So, 
Um, but I am happy that he's in a happy, healthy relationship now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not, that is not drama filled. But so uh, the other day I was hearing Sprinkles or whatever his dog's name is like outside whining. Mm-hmm. And I could hear him whining or her whining, hear her whining. And I went outside and I was like looking to see if I could see her, see if like maybe she got stuck under something and or or whatever. And I wasn't seeing her and wasn't mm-hmm. seeing her. And then. All of a sudden, I see her come trotting across the street and go into the driveway. And I was like, you know, hey, are you, you know, are you okay? Do you need me to put you in the backyard? And then the front door opened, and um, I didn't see who was there. I thought it was maybe Parker's sister, but now I know it was probably his boyfriend. Um, was like, you know, hey, Sprinkles, Cupcake, whatever your name is. We'll just keep going with Sprinkles. Hey, Sprinkles, you know. Come back inside. And so I was like, she's looking at me. She's probably wondering why I'm looking at her. But I just, you know, was trying to make sure she was okay. Mm-hmm. So um, now Sprinkles, when they first moved in next door, mm-hmm. she dug her way into my backyard. Yeah. Um, Buddy is a hunting dog. He's yeah. a, he's a treeing brindle. Mm-hmm. And She's smaller than him. Yeah. And so he thought she was, you know, of the squirrel variety or mm-hmm. what have you. And he went outside and he immediately like clomped onto her. I got him off of her, but he had like um, scratched her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he punctured the skin. I think he scratched the skin. Yeah. And um, so I got her like she went back under the fence and um, like... I went next door and I was like, oh my gosh, your dog got into my backyard and my dog and you, you know, like, please check on her. And they did, they had to take her to the vet and Mm -hmm. like, she had a little bandage on her and stuff. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but you know, keep your dog out of my backyard. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I have a meeting today at nine 30 and I like nine 25, I get up and I was like, oh, let me like, just get ready real quick for this meeting. And I, you know, brushed my hair and made sure like my face looked okay. And Mm -hmm. But he was at the back door and he was like, he wanted outside. And so I was like, I don't want to let you outside because then you'll be outside for my whole meeting. And it's hot. And then you're going to bark too. And, yeah. And you're going to bark. And so then I was like, okay, let me just like, cause he was like hopping up and down like he mm-hmm. does when he really has to go outside. Yeah. So I like open up the door and he beelines for that, the side fence that I share with Parker and mm-hmm. down to where the gate is. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck? And I, so that, that worried me. Cause usually he beelines out to the yeah. grass to go potty. Yeah. And I go outside to look, to see what he's doing. And I see sprinkles sitting on the day bed. And oh. I was like, holy crap. So I get between sprinkles and buddy mm-hmm. and buddy doesn't know where she's at. Mm-hmm. He knows she's out there, but he doesn't like he's looking around. Yeah. And I was like, come on, buddy. Like, let's go inside. And he kind of like pulled away from me. And so I like really grabbed his collar well and sprinkles starts whining. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. And so he's like jumping, trying to get around me to see what it is. And I'm like, I just kind of like real forcefully is like, come on, buddy. Like, let's get in the house. Yeah. And so he let me lead him into the house. Mm-hmm. And then I I needed to see like how sprinkles had got into my backyard. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, come on, get like, shoot, go get. And she goes running up to my gate and she had gone under the gate. And I have a little barrier that goes there, but I haven't put it there in months. Yeah. So, cause buddy's 
too big. Like he won't get out from under there. But anyway, so I put the little barrier back in place and I go to go get on this meeting and I hear the dog whining and I was like, where is she? She's on my front porch. Just want, like wanting to get in. Oh no. And I was like, Ugh. so I pick her up and I carry her over there because she doesn't wear a collar or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I knock on the door. All the windows and stuff are open because their AC unit's been out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, that's a little unsafe to have the windows open like while nobody's home because nobody's coming to the door. Right. So I go put sprinkles in the backyard of their house and I come back like I'm walking back and she is in the driveway. And I was like, because I like looked at the, the little chain link fence mm-hmm. and I didn't see like I, I would have picked her up and taken her back over there to see like where she was getting out to see if I could fix it real quick. Yeah. But the front door opens and it's Parker's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I was like, Oh, Hey, you know, your dog's getting out. And you know, I just put her in the backyard and she's already out. And he's like, okay. And I was like, um, I found her in my backyard and I was like, you, you definitely need to be really careful about her getting out because my dog will attack her and has attacked her once before. And like, you know, like I would be devastated if something happened to your dog in my backyard. Yeah. Um, and he was like, he was like, come on sprinkles. And I was like, no, really? Like, please be careful with your dog. And he was like, I'll talk to Parker. I've told him that his dog is not my responsibility. He's like, I'm here trying to work from home and you know, and I was all, okay, say something to Parker. And I was just like, dude, if you're not willing to watch the dog while you're there working from home, yeah, like, from his home, put, put, the, put the dog in a kennel yeah, and just be like, I'm sorry, I cannot keep an eye on your dog while, while I'm working yeah. and you're working yeah, and leave it at that. But don't let the dog outside yeah, or, or that don't let the dog outside. Yeah. Put a little potty pad somewhere and keep the dog indoors while Parker's away. Yeah. Because if your dog gets out and gets attacked, like if I was walking my dog and sprinkles came running up to him, he would go for it. Yeah. And you know, and it's not that he's like a mean dog. He's a good dog. Yeah. But any he's had some dog, bad experiences. Yeah. And, and any dog that's smaller than him, he's like, Oh, that's prey because of those stupid chihuahuas. Yeah. Cause of those stupid chihuahuas. So anyways, I was just like, what an a-hole move. Yeah. You know, you're there. You're, even though the dog is not your responsibility, if you are home, you need to be taking care of the dog. Right. And you need to be making sure that the dog's, not, if, if I'm saying to you, I just put your dog in the backyard and she's already out. Mm-hmm. You need to go and figure out where she's getting out and, and tie that up. You know, like, or put a barrier in place so that she doesn't get out. Yeah. So, anyways, I was real angry. Yeah. They didn't like it. But, yeah, that was that story. <laughs> now we can talk about nice stuff like getting ready for the 4th of July. Yeah. I'm going to be in Plano for that. Oh, are you? Yeah. So, what are you doing to get ready for it? Um, I'm just going to have a little, I'm just going to get ready for it. I don't know. Scam likely. It's not even a scam likely, but it's probably one of those. You're on the Medicare insurance list, aren't you? And I'm like, how old do you think I'm? I am because I'm not on Medicare. It's all right. Yeah. Um. No, I'm not really getting ready for it, but I'm getting excited for it. Nice. And a lot of people are getting ready for it. Um. I'm just gonna 
to hang out by the pool. My siblings are going to come over. Nice. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be nice. Are you, are, do you have to work on the third and you're off on the fourth? Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. Yeah. And and <laughs> before the things that were happening at work right now are happening at work, I, I told Kimmy and Stacy, I was like, we should tell the boss that we are all, that our office is closed on Monday the third and we're all taking a four day weekend. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't think that's a bad idea. I, if we set the expectation that we're closed, we should be fine. Yeah. And we, and we'll, just, we'll all take the day off. Yeah. But that's not, that's not a possibility. I am, I am always excited about the 4th of July too. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've got a friend who has a condo down in downtown Fort Worth that is positioned in such a way that his rooftop deck, you can see the fireworks. And, um, I've gone there once before on the 4th of July and I'm going again this year and I'm super stoked for it. Yeah. He does a whole thing where he's got a big spread and, and, and the condo is three stories and a roof deck. Yeah. Nice. So it's this big, tall thing. And, um, like when you walk in, there's like a bedroom and a bathroom and like a mud room kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And then you go upstairs and it's the living room and kitchen and a bathroom. Nice. And then you go upstairs and it's a loft like office and, um, bedroom and bathroom and stuff. And then you go upstairs again to get to, oh, the roof. So it's maybe, so, so it's one, two, three, right? I can't. The third floor is the oh, roof. Oh, the third. No. So the first floor is where you walk in. Up, second floor is living room, dining room, uh, area, kitchen. And then third floor is bedroom, office. And then fourth is up on the roof. Nice. Yeah. So it's a lot of stairs. I'm like, yeah. dude, no wonder you're so fit. You're off and down these stairs. I'm like, <sighs> yep. I always say, yeah, you guys go ahead of the stairs for me. I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> but I'm pretty stoked for the fourth. That should be a lot of fun. I'm working on the fifth will be a bummer, but. Yes, it will. Yeah. But at least it will be a shorter-ish week. Yeah. It will feel like, I think. Mm-hmm. I also think that's really going to throw me off. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, um, I think that's about it, about what we've been up to, but Fort Worth famous spotlight. Yeah. Fort Worth animal care and control. Mm -hmm. Uh, I adopted Buddy from him. Yeah. You adopted Teddy from them, right? At at one of their PetSmart events. Maybe it was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was definitely from PetSmart. Yeah. Uh, I believe all of their pet adoption events are through Fort Worth Animal Care and Control um, or local animal care. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they um, are really working hard to clear their shelters all the time. And um, it, it's a wonderful organization within the city of Fort Worth um, that really cares about dogs, cats, turtles, horses, Anything that's coming into the animal shelter, they they really work hard to take care of. And um, they're putting on a bunch of events. I did look up on their Facebook page and I saw that um, adoptions the week of July 10th through the 16th. Mm-hmm. Through the 16th is like 
National Pet Adoption Week, and all adoption fees are waived. That includes spay or neuter, any um, heartworm or vet visit things, vaccinations, anything that the that the dog that you would typically pay for with your adoption fees. Those are all waived during that week. They did also just hold an event at the Cicada, mm-hmm. a, a pet adoption event where all the fees were waived. So um, they do need to collect the fees because they do need to have the money to be able to, you know, spay, neuter. Uh, they, I, of course, they get money from the city, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But the, it's, it's a continuous need. And this event that they had was also like a pet food drive, you mm-hmm. know, to gather food. Um, but anyone who is looking for a pet, please visit your local shelter. Please check out Fort Worth Animal Care and Control on social medias on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, they, If you are finding that you need to surrender a pet... Um, they've got an entire list of things that, um, they would ask of you to do before you surrender a pet. Um, because they know that it's probably the last thing that you want to do. It's not something that your pet wants to do. So, you know, just keep that kind of stuff in mind. But if you are looking for an addition to your family, a cat, a dog, um, please go there first and know that, there are some that are on a kill list. Ask for those. See if it's one that might fit in. Dustin just adopted a dog that uh, was on the kill list and will fit in with his household very well. And so, you know, take a look for those dogs, the ones that are harder to adopt, you know, like the big dogs, the old dogs, the uh, breeds that maybe might seem a little scary like a pit bull which is we got teddy on a discount because he was going to be put down the next day Mm -hmm. so always always see if there's someone who's on their last leg that you can save yeah the fort worth animal care and control has it's red dot if they've been red dotted they're on the list and like uh one of the foster families um she saw that he was on the red dot. So she was like, let me foster him and start taking him to events. And this was his fourth event and she was going to keep fostering him, but he'd already been to four events without anyone taking him home. And so, you know, like just, they were able to adopt, I think four or five of the dogs that were at this event Mm -hmm. out. And so, you know, just, they do a lot of good for our community for you know, for both people who need to surrender, for people who are looking to adopt, and for the animals themselves, and mm-hmm. anything too that you can donate blankets, food, toys, they're always looking for, you know, they need things. So, or monetary donations too, I think would help. So, mm-hmm. that's our spotlight for this week Fort Worth Animal Care and Control. Follow them on their social medias, go out to their events, to, even if it's just to support them by being at the event you know do it so yeah all right that was it oh it's time for our game okay do you want to play red flags or do you want to play we're not really strangers let's do red flags okay but is this another article no is this uh -uh. real red flags no this is real red flags so i put uh i put out the call to girl gang Mm -hmm. and 
I think I could say that I put out the call to girl gang and I said, I need red flags. And so they came through like a champ. So I've got some here that we can talk about. Okay. Okay. So, um, they take hours to text back. I guess it kind of depends for the most part. That's mm-hmm. a red flag, not a full on deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have jobs. Yep. Some people are like me where I open a text message and I forget that I opened it. And then several hours later I go, oh crap, I opened that and I didn't respond. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes too, I think that I hit send and I, I didn't. Yep. So yep. circumstantially, but if it's like every time, every day something else is going on or you're not that interested. So yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I try to have a good philosophy of it's a text message, so it doesn't have to be responded to right away. Mm -hmm. But I, I was in a relationship with someone for a few years that, um, he just, he wouldn't answer his phone. He wouldn't answer text messages. And it would be in a circumstance where like, because he was working on independent films and he would be hours away. And, you know, I understand that timelines when you're working on a film are fluid, Mm -hmm. but keep in touch. Let me know. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm expecting you home at two o'clock in the morning and you're not there, and I say, hey, just checking in. Where are you at? And nothing. And then it's hours later and I've started calling police stations and stuff. There's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I try not to carry that with me, but obviously I am. Yeah. So if 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 you can, answer. Answer. Please. Please answer. Um, I would say that that's probably a red flag for me as, as well. I don't think it's a deal breaker at first if it were to continue. It would be a deal breaker. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Um, they say all my exes have cheated. Have they really all cheated? Uh, that's what they tell you. It goes along the lines of all my exes are bitches. They're all liars. They all blamed me for everything. Mm, yeah. You're probably not telling the truth. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like if you have to bring up your exes like that, that's not a good sign. So probably a deal breaker for me. Yeah, I could see that deal breaker for me too. Um, Oh, (laughs) this is belittling you or making fun of you or making you feel dumb for liking the things that you like. It's a red flag for sure. I think probably a a deal deal breaker. breaker. Yeah. If you're going to make fun of me for something that I like, um, I, even if I don't like it or I mean, even if you don't like it and I, I think that it's the greatest thing, but like you're making fun of me or belittling me for it, you know, then out. Cause I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who belittles me yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I could see that. Yeah. Um, they're unable or unwilling to make specific plans. Like they're like, Oh yeah, let's hang out. Okay. What do you want to do? What do you think? I guess, see, these things are like, they're not really like red flags or deal breakers for me. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. 
that's the only thing that I can say. It's not really like, it, to me, that's not like a, oh, red flag. Like that's something. Because here's the thing. I'm a homebody till I die. So yeah. I really don't want to make plans. Now, will I? Yes. So I feel like for me, it, that's not really like a red flag or a deal breaker. However, if you're just like, I don't really care about making the plans or things like that, like, I don't like it. It's not my favorite. But at the same time, like, Nick doesn't like to plan things. And when he does, they're just usually, like, really simple things. Mm -hmm. But I think that's just because, like, no offense to my husband or to anyone else, men have really simple minds. Mm -hmm. And so they don't think about it in the way that women do. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I feel like that's not really, like, a... Like, I don't, th I'm not concerned because he won't make plans. Like, I'm not like, oh, then what's going on? Why does he want to be seen with me? That's not a red flag. Yeah. But it's also not necessarily a deal breaker for me. It's just kind of like, eh, I don't really like that. And I wish you would try harder. Okay. All right. This person said, uh, <laughs> having American flags as decorations or bumper stickers. It's a definite red flag. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Okay. Let's see. Um, this one has, she's got a list. Misogyny. It's a deal breaker. Okay. Racism. It's a deal breaker. LGBTQ hate. It's a deal breaker. Bad manners. Big red flag. Mm -hmm. Poor treatment of wait staff. That's a deal breaker for me. Mm -hmm. Ambiguous language in regards to their relationship status. The red flag. Uh-huh. Still married or entangled. For me, deal breaker. Mm -hmm. Hobo, hobosexuals and man children. Do you know what a hobosexual is? No. So it's like a, uh, it's like a, a person who, um, they don't really have a place to stay. Like they become your boyfriend so that they can live with you. Ooh, deal breaker. <laughs> um, any hint or history of abusive behavior? Deal breaker. Uh, not in control of their consumption or habits deal breaker gym rats or body obsessives it's a red flag mm -hmm. because why and also because i've got an eating disorder yeah so don't fuck with me because i think that's like the number one thing that i keep telling nick is that like i'm like hey i need you to remind me that while we're going to the gym i can still eat everything that i want to eat mm -hmm. and he was like why is like because i'm gonna do this thing where then i'm gonna stop yeah we don't want to do stop that. Eating. Yeah. Um, and then she also said flags or let's go Brandon decor. <laughs> oh my God. My neighbors have a Trump for president Trump sign outside of their house, both on both sides of me. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Uh, Sorry. No bad words. Yes. No, that's okay. Um, calling other women whores. It's a big red flag for it's a, me. That, me too. Because. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Some things are just like so unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so I was, I was having a conversation probably with Dustin the other day and he called someone a whore, um, because they had had like a lot of sexual partners. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why does that make them a whore? You know, a whore is paid to have sex. Mm -hmm. Somebody who enjoys having sex and they have they have had a lot of partners is not a whore. Mm -hmm. And he was like, uh, yeah. And then so on the podcast, like Matt called someone a whore and Dustin was all, she gets paid to have sex. 
And I was like, yes, yes, it's sticking. Um, Telling me I don't have a right to do what I want to with my body. That is a deal breaker. Yeah. Because I'm a very... First of all, we are pro-choice in this household. Yes, we are. But most importantly is that I'm pro-choice about my own body. And I like to get tattoos whenever I want to yes, get them. Yes, And it has been almost healing for me for when I go to Nick and I'm like, I want a tattoo. And he's like, okay, you want me to take you? Uh-huh. Like he doesn't, he's never like, why, what would you get? Like there was one year I said for my birthday, all I wanted was a tattoo and he paid for, I got two in one sitting mm-hmm. and he paid for them both yeah and i was like hell yeah brother roll tide and there was one day i was at tori's and i was like hey tori's gonna give me a tattoo and he was like okay yeah don't pick something stupid like that's his one rule is obviously nothing on my face which i feel the same way yeah for me personally mm-hmm. other people that's your choice i'm never gonna tell you you know why would you have done that yeah never to say that but for me i just I don't, number one, I don't think it would look very cute on me. Mm-mm. And no. I don't think it, like, going to work with that would be cute at all. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, this person says, if I have to carry the conversation, I'm out. Deal breaker. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> for sure. Okay. And then the last one that we'll do is um, making last minute plans to meet me like day of. That's a really, really big red flag. It kind of mm-hmm. seems like maybe you had other things to do and mm-hmm. then something fell through and you were like, hey, yeah, did you want to hang out? Yeah. <laughs> I had someone who I thought might be interested in me and I asked, I was like, he always asked me to do something like day of. Like, what is that? I, that's maybe he's not interested in me. Like, I think he's interested in me. Maybe we're just friends. And like, that was the conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she yeah. said, or is asking to meet late at night. She said, if we haven't specifically said we were hooking up, that is some bullshit rudeness. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, true. Yeah. Very true. Okay. That was fun. That was good. Um, did but, your throat just sing? It did. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it right now, but something. Who are the Nancy's? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the Nancy's are a Fort Worth super group. So it is, um, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on his name? Nolan Ryan Robertson. Okay. Yeah. From, from, um, (laughs) the Hendersons. I was like, why am I blanking on that name? Yeah. Uh, Sean Russell from the Cutthroat Finches. Yeah. Nick Tittle, Mm -hmm. um, our boy Luther. Oh yeah. And a host of other musicians from other bands have come together to make this band called the Nancy's that does like pretty groovy music that um doesn't necessarily fall within their band's genre so they're no longer the gutter sluts no the gutter sluts was from the week before and it was that was a cover band of i see it was specifically a cover band of um alice in chains i see yeah okay so pretty rad that is exciting yeah and they just had a big um album release party there mm-hmm. there's the, at a roller rink nice oh yeah you were <laughs> telling me about that yeah yeah so pretty cool um in other album release news and i got permission before i'm gonna say this on live tv um is that mean motor scooter is halfway done with the new album um and if i do say so myself the songs are turning out pretty well right on so very excited for those. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited for them as a group. 
And, you know, uh, I'm sure everyone else saw the article the same way that I did, that they're thinking about adding a few extra members to the band uh-huh. to assist with this, this new sound that Sammy is working with in his head to make all like the tiny sounds come through during the live shows of this. Oh, very so, cool. Yeah. Very exciting. And, That's awesome. you know, that everybody be on the lookout for when it comes out. I've got no specific dates. Don't even try to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Joe tells you things that he doesn't tell the rest of us. Yeah, that's a fact. So, you know, don't hold out on your mommy. No, I'm holding I out. I gave you birth. Yeah. This is just like the time that I got merch before everyone else did. And I wore a sweater <laughs> so that no one else would see the merch that I got until it was out. <laughs> um, I don't know about any shows that are coming up because <laughs> I've been staying home. Yeah. Like, I don't have any plans to go anywhere this weekend. If I end up going out and seeing y'all out and about, congrats. Yeah. (laughs) Yay for you. So I think that's about it, though. All right. Okay. We ready to wrap this thing up? You ready to go home? Mm -hmm. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye.